You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello, and welcome to today in sports betting. The hoop ball presentation. My name is Noah Schwani. I'm joined here with Devin Ellington. Devin, how you doing tonight, my friend? Neil, it is going well. I'm in the great Midwest in Kansas City, and we all know what happened yesterday. We're filming this at night uh, for the Tuesday segment, so uh, we know what happened Sunday. Um, there's an awesome buzz around town. I think the Chiefs won the Super Bowl or something like that. I'm yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know. There was a sporting event on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. The, some hockey and some college <laughs> basketball that was real big. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> hundred million people watched that, and uh, uh, I was one of them. I was rooting for your Chiefs. Well, your hometown Chiefs, I should say, or your yeah. current town Chiefs. Um, God, what an exciting game! It was kind of like, you know, I thought San Francisco might had the slight edge going in, but then um, Mahomes just took over there in the fourth quarter. How that was just so like, like that fourth quarter was incredibly tense and exciting. It was it. very good. Um, I think what we're able to see is perhaps hopefully a generational talent, uh, you know, in in Patrick Mahomes. Um, and honestly, I think this could open up a little dynasty window for the next dynasty in the NFL. I mean, this kid is talented. Andy Reid's not going around or going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady's on the outskirts of his career. So the AFC, I think, is going to be controlled by those three young quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, Lamar Jackson. I think you're absolutely right. I think, well, Brady's probably not going to be back to the Patriots. We'll see. And if he's not, I don't think they're going to – I really don't think they're going to be that good. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, they won't be great, I should say. Um, anyway, yeah, just uh, – any crazy stories from the town? Are people, what do people do when they celebrate Kansas City? Do they – I grew up in a town where when things, when the team won, they would light houses on fire. Um, yeah, I didn't see any couches <laughs> on fire, but there yeah. were fireworks going until about 3, 3.30 oh, wow. in the morning. 
so, you know, the Kansas City Police Twitter page put out some fun, interesting stuff and jokes. And um, unfortunately, there was one fatality in, in all oh my this celebration, a fireworks incident. So uh, thoughts are with that family, but it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, the Super Bowl brings out uh, a lot of, lot of celebration and... Not always the safest of times. And a good product. I mean, when's the last time that we got a Super Bowl with, you know, where the commercials weren't the most interesting part? I mean, the product was great, you know? The Super Bowl halftime show was good. I'm sure yeah. us men enjoyed it. But, you know, it was good. You know, it was a good product. I mean, only the fourth Super Bowl to be tied at half. So, you know, it it was good. Good offense, good defense. I, you know, great coaching, but unfortunately someone had to win and we can't just sit there and watch the Super Bowl for four days straight. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I will awkwardly transition to, uh, oh, hey, I'm going to shout out to our sponsor, mybookie.ag, because you had a, didn't you have a futures ticket on the sheet? I did. I did. Thank you, my bookie, for having that great plus 700 odds on the Chiefs. Yes. When, when, did. when did you, uh, when did you pick that up? Uh, that was um, week 13, 14, um, right before, or right as Patrick Mahomes was getting right back into the whole momentous role uh, after his kneecap injury. So you uh, you bet, you won, and now you're going to get paid. I got paid, yes I did. You got paid, so my book is <laughs> delivered on all three things. Um, they are our sponsor, so please check them out at mybookie.ag. We do have a matching bonus. Up to 50%, or 50% up to $1,000 in matching, up to $2,000 deposit. If you use our promo code today, T-O-G-A-Y. Um, anything further to add on them? Do you, do you, do you, do you um, get paid frequently by my booking? Oh, it's uh, simultaneous. You know, as soon as the game goes final, you're getting your payout right there. Um, deposits, withdrawals, they're all so easy. And they have a great reward system as well. It's just, it, you know, when I first started getting into sports betting, I looked yeah. over some sites, and, of course, I'd heard of Bovada and whatnot. But, you know, um, as soon as I affiliated myself with my book, it was just, it was so easy, user-friendly, and a little less intimidating. So I'm glad that they're doing this deposit bonus with us for the for the listeners that we're gaining and sitting over there. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I know they do a lot of derivatives uh, um, betting too with like fantasy sports and things mm-hmm. like that as well, um, yeah. which we're obviously, as part of football, a big fantasy site. Um, let's go over to the uh, the basketball game. We're recording this on Monday night, the 3rd of uh, February for the game on the 4th. Before we get to tomorrow's or Tuesday's lineup, we're going to go through tonight's game. Still a couple in progress as we were uh, recording this. Minnesota, Sacramento at halftime. Clippers and San Antonio in the second period. Where do you want to start on tonight's game? Well, uh, let's just kind of touch on, um, I think, probably the Mavericks and Pacers. I think that was one of the first games to get tipped off, as well as the Warriors and Wizards. Uh, you know, the Mavericks were five-point do- uh, five dogs to get this game going. On the road in Indiana, Um Rick Carlisle going back to his uh, coaching roots. And uh, the Mavericks pulled this out, 112-103. So the total of uh, 215. And that would have uh, been good for a cover on the over. And uh, the Mavericks look great, you know. Um, 
Porzingis had 38 and uh, 10, I believe, so or 12. So he had a double-double. Um, Hardaway was out there for 33 minutes. He contributed. They were also down Seth Curry and Luka Doncic in this. So not only were they down their main guy, but Seth Curry being their, I would say, best overall pure three-point shooter. So, you know, they had an uphill uh, climb, but they sure as heck did it. Yeah, they did. Like you said, Luka's still out with the ankle injury. Um, Porzingis back, and he, like you said, delivered. On the Indiana side, uh, I guess the story is Oladipo is falling his way back, coming off the bench, played 23 mm-hmm. minutes. He had a rough night, just four of 17 from the field, one of 10 from three-point landing. That probably played a big part in their loss tonight. But, um, yeah, Carlisle going back to Indiana. That, that's a uh, – I forgot he coached there, and he got the uh, – it went out right. Yeah, those um, early uh, 2000s Indianapolis – or Indiana teams, I'm sorry, were fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal, Jamal Tinsley, Scott Pollard, Carlisle coaching them. It was, it was some fun stuff. Yeah, he's, he's a great coach. Um, where do you want to go next? So the Warriors uh, went ahead and won. So they did not allow the, uh, the Wizards to cover, which the line was uh, minus six and a half to Washington. Over-under was at 233, and that went over as well. So, so far to start this co- uh, recap of the card, uh, we have two overs. I don't think we need to spend too much time on this game. I think it's obvious that it's just a couple of pretty bad teams. Um, you know, Bradley Beal had another 40-point game. He's been just bonkers lately. Alex Burke scored 30 for the Warriors. Glenn Robinson, the third, had 22, 6, and 7, so a near triple-double. Uh, Warriors went on the road and got a got a rear victory. Nothing further from me on that, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't see much here either, except the Bulls, uh, excuse me, the, the uh, Wizards get up a lot of points, and uh, the overs continues to cover on their game, even though it creeps up pretty high. Uh, speaking of overs, I'm looking at New York, Cleveland, 139-134. So if I do the math right, 274 points. Clearly goes that's, some, that's some quick wit right there. I think <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, clearly over the 216. Yes. Um, and uh, in overtime, New York gets the win on the road, 139-134. When it's two bad teams play, I, I tend to stay off, but New York did cover. They were two-and-a-half-point road favorites. Um, and uh, I don't really like talking about these teams either, um, or these teams as well. Do you have any thoughts on them? You know, it was uh... – Another over, so we're 3-0 and on the overs. Um, I think uh, shout-out to Ira here. He was uh, pretty big on the Knicks, on their money line and the spread uh, once he found out some certain injuries were going either which way. So, uh, yeah, shout-out to Ira for getting that call out on the Knicks, and uh, that's about all. <laughs> yeah, next game I'm seeing here is Orlando-Charlotte. Orlando gets the win, 112-100 on the road. They were... Um, they had to be favorites, right? Uh, five-point favorites. Yeah, five-point favorites, two and a half, two, excuse me, two hundred and three and a half points. So this is another over, four in a row, I believe, tonight so far. Um, and another road team winning outright. Um, yeah, strong performance. Um, yeah, their defense. You know, even without Jonathan Isaac, Steve Clifford is still coaching them. You know what uh, he brings as far as defensive intensity. So as far as um, – just who they are compared to Charlotte, it, it was hard for them to not win this game. You know, Charlotte, um, their defense is almost nothing. And uh, Orlando, you know, they still got some capable guys, especially Aaron Gordon and uh, uh, 
Vucevic, so it was hard for them to give this game away. They tried, but it didn't work. <laughs> and they're fighting for the playoff spot. They want to. They, they, they are the eighth seed right now, and I think they want to make it. Well, Charlotte, I'm not sure they really care. Um, right. Um, all right. You want to take us to the, the next game of the night? Yeah, so uh, the ever-so-finicky Brooklyn Nets just cannot figure these guys out. I don't like betting on them or against them, but I did so tonight. I took the – I think it was four and a half or five points with Phoenix um, when I got it, and um, it closed at two in favor of Brooklyn. So I got it at a good spot um, before Rubio was ruled in. And, um, well, it, they, they just kind of pulled away – from the uh, Suns in the third quarter, outscoring them 35 to 21. Uh, 119 to 97 was the total. Um, Brooklyn covered, and the over-under settled in at 225. So if I'm not mistaken, doing my quick Midwestern mathematical skill set here, that went under. Yeah, it went under by about uh, eight, it looks like. All right. Yeah, this is a tough one to handicap. You know, Kyrie's out with the injury against the knee, and uh, Phoenix is kind of Phoenix is a hard team to really gauge too. They they play against good teams really well, and sometimes they don't play against good teams that well. Right, right. It's so hard as well. So hard, hard. I'm going uh, all the way from Phoenix to New York. You know, I probably should have considered that a little more, but you know, I thought that that five points uh, spread was pretty favorable considering they have a decent defensive backbone. Yeah, they do. And they've been they've been a surprisingly, you know, not a good team, but you know, very competitive team this year. Yeah. Um all right, I'm gonna hop over to Atlanta where Boston went down there and won one twenty three, one fifteen. I'm gonna guess this one over. I'm sorry I'm not line right now. I believe it was. I yeah. think it was oh, two thirty one. No, yeah, two thirty yeah, I'm seeing that as well. So they did get the over. Boston gets the win. Um, and they were favored by six, I'm assuming. Is that the yeah, line you yeah. saw? Okay, so they ended up winning by eight. So just by a bucket there. They didn't have an injury. Uh, Marcus Smart, he's one of my favorite players when he was out tonight. Atlanta, of course, uh, missing. Um, who are they missing? They, they were down uh, Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, Alex DeAndre Hunter, Lynn. Thank you. Yeah. Jeff Teague getting the start. Um, Jeff Teague, yeah. Yeah, um, Trey Young was questionable. Say that again? Uh, Trey Young was questionable to start, but he played. He did. Yeah, he was questionable, and I thought he might be out longer, but he is back in. Though tonight he struggled with nine turnovers against the Celtics. Uh, otherwise, he's doing his thing, 34.7 assists. So we have another road team and another over, uh, yeah. another road team getting the win. So I think we're starting to see a trend. We are. Where do you want to go next? So let's go down to Miami where the road team 76ers did not get the win. Uh, Miami's just hard to beat at home. I think this is probably their 25th victory at home, if I'm not mistaken. The line was two and a half, so they definitely definitely covered. It was, um, you know, thanks to an 81 point second half, um, outscored the Sixers 81 to 54 um, in the second half to blow them out by uh, 31. Um, over-under was 212, which I thought was significantly low considering that the Heat have been one of the higher over teams in the NBA this year, especially at home. And uh, I wish I would have pounced on that over-under a little more. But, man, the Heat looked good this year. Jimmy Butler had 38 um, in just three quarters of play. So, um, man, kudos to Spolstra. That's a good coach. 
you know, never he's got his recognition now. Um, I, uh, I I did not see this coming. I thought Philadelphia coming off two losses, so Lamb and right. Boston would come in and put up a fight here. I know Miami's a fun town, uh, but I thought they'd be kind of focused for this game. It's another top Eastern Conference opponent, and uh, they got whacked at the seven second half. Um, all right, I am not seeing any more other games. Uh, we we had uh, Detroit at Memphis. Oh God! And this that's was why I, I think that. this was uh, one of the few unders. Uh, Eighty two ninety six was the total. Grizzlies uh, held Detroit to ten points in the third quarter, nineteen in the fourth. So they did it with defense, not so much um, explosive offense. Uh, the line was nine and a half at closing um, for uh, Memphis, and they covered that. Two twenty-four was the over/under, so well under. Yeah, these are another couple of teams that's hard for me to really gauge because the uh, motivation, mm-hmm. both from some of the players, we don't know where Drummond's going, if he's going to be shipped off the trade deadline or not. Uh, a lot of rumors about him, and perhaps how he's feeling about playing organization like wise I think when a, when a team knows the centerpiece may be moved I don't know how that affects their psyche but it can't I can't imagine they play harder and right. at any rate so tonight they uh, they lose by 14 um, all right as you mentioned another two two other games in progress so um, I'm not sure how they're gonna play out should we jump ahead to uh, Tuesday's part yeah, let's do it. We got four games, but I think we have four really nice matchups. Um, some good standpoints as far as uh, viewership and fans, and as far as some betting numbers. So let's uh, let's jump right into it. All right, uh, I'll lead the way here with Milwaukee, New Orleans. Like you said, this is a fun matchup uh, with Giannis and um, Zion now playing regular minutes for the Pelicans, looking like everyone expected. Uh, High over under. I don't know. I've never seen one this high in a long time. 244 and a half. Um, Milwaukee, six point favorites on the road here in New Orleans. Do you have any initial thoughts on these guys? My initial thought was I'm going to jump on the Pelicans right away. You know, six points is not that much. Um, they're 27 and 22 against the spread. And as far as a road team, 13 and 10. Uh, you know, this is a. Milwaukee team, that's just clicking. And as far as the over-unders go, we, we know that New Orleans is an over-team. Um, but here's 245 is a lot of points. And I was actually going to give a little spiel as far as where these teams have been as far as offensive rating and net rating and pace of play in uh, favor of the over. But I thought it was going to be set at more of like a 230 mark. But, you know, just for uh, educational sake, Milwaukee is the number one pace team in the last five games, which is crazy to think considering that they're this a little more slower, fundamentally sound basketball team. And then New Orleans is at number five. And as far as net rating goes, uh, Milwaukee's number four, New Orleans is number seven offensive rating, uh, Milwaukee's number six, New Orleans is number eight. So they are um, – you know, top-notch trends right now in their last five games for an over. But 245 is just – that's a lot of points. They're, not to mention that both of these guys are top six in defensive rating in their last five. So I just don't know where I want to go other than the spread. I think that's the safest bet here on this game, going with um, 
this Milwaukee team who just seems a little unstoppable at the moment. I think the line's inflated because of Zion. I think this should be more of a 10-point spread, in my opinion. Interesting. Um, I think I'm going to go – I don't like to make bets without um, doing a lot of research, but this is, this almost feels like I have to bet the under on principle. Yeah. Uh, I just – I know these teams can get there. It can easily be like a 130 to 120 game, you know, and if you get to 250. Uh, or more. Um, I just, I just have to go under. I mean, everything has to go right. And the defense is kind of have to have some lapses for us to get there. So I'm going to bet the under on this and we'll see what happens. Um, 245, that's just a ginormous number. <laughs> I'm trying to think the last time I thought. I'm sure it's been out there though. Uh, Charlotte Houston is the second game on the card. I am seeing just a, a line here uh, on the side. Houston minus 14. Do you see a total? Um, I do not have one as of right now. And okay. it's probably because Charlotte played tonight. Yeah. So, uh, they'll probably release that probably first thing in the morning. Um, I will say one thing right away, and that's, we all know that I don't like Houston being, you know, multiple, you know, double digit point favorites at home. They just don't cover, um, so, you know, as of right now, first looks at this game, um, I like – I really like uh, Charlotte getting this many points. I think it's probably going to get bet down a lot. Um, right now, uh, Russell Westbrook's doubtful and Clint Capella is out. So that's even more uh, reason for me to go ahead and take these 14 points. Yeah, I'm with you as well. I think I would lean – I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but – I know Charlotte's coming off the back-to-back, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have to travel, get to Houston tonight late, and then play them tomorrow night, or play them Tuesday night. Um, and I don't uh, – and that kind of scares me. But, yes, you're right. Westbrook is out. Um, Harden, he's had some horrific night shooting, and he's not going to stop shooting. So right. he's, not, he's not been shooting well as of late. He's had a good game last time. But uh, he shoots with, like, 38% of guess in the field. This game's going to stay tight, and um, Charlotte could easily cover yeah, you know, not an official play for me, but that's a lot of points. And Houston, in my opinion, from what I've seen, they just every time I've tried to back them at home with a large spread, that it never works out for me. So maybe it's personal bias, and I've gotten burnt by them. <laughs> yeah. But Charlotte, you know, they they can put the ball in the bucket, um, and they they scored a hundred on a tough Orlando team tonight. So I know it's a back to back, and they're not that great against the spread. They're right around five hundred, but. Um, Houston ain't guarding anybody either, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Houston's not playing much defense, and um, they, they, you know, they can miss a lot of shots. In what, I, what I would look for is, um, you know, this is a weird name to throw out there, but Bismack Biombo with Clint Capella being out, he could have a monster night on the offensive last. I'm thinking maybe like five, six offensive rebounds leading to some second-chance points, maybe some and one opportunities going straight back up or kicking it out for – Devontae Graham or Terry Rozier to hit in a couple threes. Yeah, they're still playing. I know I said they're probably not playing for anything, but these young guys definitely want to prove themselves. Right. And right. when you go up against Houston, you're going up against Harden. You know, you want to show that you can play against the best. So we'll see how they perform. Um, next game I have here is Portland against Denver. Denver, four and a half point favorite at home, uh, over under at 224 is what I'm seeing. Both these teams. Um, are not going to be coming off a of back-to-back. The regular rest of both these teams. Uh, I'm still thinking about this one. Denver's coming off a uh, 
a nice one, I believe, against the last outing. Portland, Damian Lillard's been setting the world on fire. Oh, my goodness. Come with me. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, normally I would say Portland, but I I feel like the streak is going to come to an end at some point. Maybe, yeah, you know, it's... The altitude. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? It's such a hot streak, and it's so many high numbers that it, it sure it does have to come down a little bit. Um, but one thing I will say about Portland, I've dogged on them a lot about being one of the worst teams against spread in the NBA. They've actually went four and one against spread in their last five, uh, and um, you know they are as far as some net rating. Um, Numbers here go. They are uh, five in the NBA in their last five games uh, with a net rating of uh, plus 8.3. Offensively, uh, rating-wise, they are number one in offensive rating in their last five games. We can probably point the finger of who's responsible for that. Um, you know, and Denver's just middle of the pack, you know, right around top 15, you know, right around 13 um, in a lot of these different ratings. And as far as pace goes, we know that um, Portland typically likes to play pretty fast. They are 10th right now in their last five. Denver's all the way down at 21st. It's a home game for Denver. Um, I've talked about it before. I like when the home team has a slower pace of play and they have to slow that quicker team uh, down. I feel like it's easier to get in half-court sets, especially for a team like Denver. Um, but that being said, Denver's pretty atrocious against the spread. They're under 500 at home against the spread. The over-under uh, for them at home is uh, 10, to 10 and 15 to the under. Um, and Portland is 11, 14, and 1 to the under on the road. Denver's also still pretty banged up. But, you know, um, for me, I think this is a stay-away game just because it's so conflicting. And a lot of these numbers are inflated for Portland right now just because of the, the tear that Damian Lillard's been on before, you know, um, this tear he went on. You know, just for comparison's sake, from the season, uh, Portland offensive rating-wise, you know, they were all the way down to 8, 9, which is still pretty good, you know, top 10 in the league, but their net rating uh, wasn't anything to really write home to uh, mom about. You know, they were number 16. So you see these uh, numbers being inflated just because of the offensive efficiency that uh, McCollum, mostly Lillard, and a little bit of Mello has been bringing to Portland. So punt game for me, great matchup. I would like to see Denver be a little more healthy um, to get a little more fireworks going. But, you know, if I'm going to play anything, it's a slight, slight lean to the under. Interesting. I wonder, um, I was wondering if uh, Carmelo coming back to Denver would mean anything. Oh, I didn't even think about that. No, it's yeah. been a long time since he's been there. Very maybe, long time. Maybe, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe the fans will appreciate him. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the hell is good about him. Yeah. Um, I would have to lean. I'm going to get four and a half points against a very hot Portland team. Yeah. If this, yeah. If this line moves against them as well. Like, it started at five, down a little bit. If it goes back to five, I might lean Portland. Um, but yeah. I can't the take them that many points. Sorry. Uh, the one thing that I kind of hang my hat on is if it's more than a bucket and it's a slow team like um, Denver, who goes under quite a bit, you know, it's, it's hard for me to back them 
against a heavy offensive juggernaut uh, who's hot to, you know, try to beat that team by more than uh, a bucket. You know, the five, six point mark is, uh, it's, it's a little more eerie for me. Yeah, I agree. Portland just seems to be competing with everyone these days. Uh, yeah, yeah. They've got uh, – they have a reason now. I think he makes a big difference. Yeah, he's been looking good for them. You know, yeah. great defender. Um, he's I think he's averaging like 12 a game with them um, since he's joined. So not not bad at all for a reason. I think he, he was able to get out of that Sacramento situation. He's much happier in Portland. And, you know, don't don't be shocked if Portland sneaks in at the, you know, seven or eight seed in the playoffs. Yeah, they're still fighting for it. We know Lillard is. We know that team is uh, – well coached, and um, I think they'll fight for the playoff spot. Um, all right, the last game of the night, uh, San Antonio in Los Angeles. Lakers, heavy favorites here. No surprise, 11.5 points. Uh, 229 is what I'm seeing over under. I am always scared, Devin, to lay double digits with any basketball team. Um, yeah. I don't know how the Lakers psyche like is. You know, they uh, mm-hmm. had that tribute last game. They, they had the game before it was off. They did not really look like they were into it, understandably so. Uh, ended up losing to Portland last time out. I think sort of the eeriness might, maybe that's over. You know, the whole, like, the tenseness of playing basketball with all that hanging on you might might have moved on. But it's still a double-digit still too much for me. I'm going to say it. Yeah. You know, we all saw what happened the first game after Kobe's passing, which, as terrible as it is, you know, it's still something that's there and will be, especially for this Lakers organization. They were a 10-point, 11-point favorite against Portland. Portland ended up winning outright. Um, I still don't think they have any business being a 10-point favorite. You know, this San Antonio team – they're not absolutely terrible. You know, they've kind of turned it around. You know, they just beat Utah. Um, they had a string of three where they lost to Chicago, Toronto, and Phoenix. But this is a team that beat New Orleans, and then they beat Miami. Um, you know, they only lost to six by six to Miami, the uh, other game they played. So this is a team that's competing. Uh, they're better against the spread on the road at 12-9-1 versus their home record of 9-17. And, 17. and um, the Lakers are only 11-10-1 against the spread at home. Um, I just – it's a lot of points. And like you said, the psyche of this Lakers team, it, it's just – it's tough. It's tough. It's still tough. You know, it's – its this Kobe thing is still affecting us and a lot of other people who weren't as closely involved with – um, this organization or Kobe Bryant in general. And you don't move on from something like that, you know, quickly. So I think the Lakers, sure, they want to win it for Kobe. They probably will win it, but I don't know if it's by 12. Yeah, it seems like a lot of points. I could see this being a tight ball game and then find and a way to win at the end. Not to mention, right now, the Spurs are up on the Clippers at halftime. Um, 63-54, and it is a back-to-back. It's the Los Angeles road trip, but um, they're competing with the Clippers team right now. So, I mean, this, this te- it, it's still Greg Popovich, for Pete's sake. You know, it's 
They got LaMarcus Aldridge and DeRozan. Bryn Forbes is not terrible. Jakob Pertl is a defensive presence. It's Greg Popovich, and that's probably where I'm going to leave that. 12 points is a lot. It's um, a lot. And it is, so. like you said, it is a back-to-back, but it's in the same building. So they don't have yeah. to – it's a different type of back-to-back. You so know? if anything, they're comfortable. You know, they, it's, a, it, it, it's yeah. not two different venues. Exactly. They don't have to travel, probably stay in the same hotel, all that stuff. So all the oh. logistics don't really matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, just the rest, which you guys are talking about gases. I don't think that's the best. Right. Um, all right, uh, that will do it for the NBA card. I know uh, you, you like to bet other things as well. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. <laughs> I know you mentioned you had one college pick. you want to talk about that first? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we all know how I uh, feel about the Midwest. It's where I reside, and I've got some maction, what I like to call it. I didn't <laughs> coin the phrase. ESPN did. But i got some maction here. Northern Illinois – the Huskies taking on the Toledo Rockets. Toledo is at home favored by six. But I'll tell you what, this Toledo team is ninth worst in the country as far as against the spread. Um, and that's out of 300 and some odd teams. So not a good spot to be in. They're one and eight against the spread at home. And in Northern Illinois' last five games, both against the spread and straight up, they are four and one. Toledo's 0-7 against the spread in their last seven at home. And um, not to mention, just in general, Toledo's 2-12 against the spread in the last 14 games. Northern Illinois is kind of rolling right now. You know, like I said, with that um, 4-1 streak in their last five, uh, and not to mention their last 10 games against Toledo, they're 7-3 against the spread. Um, This uh, Northern Illinois team, I like them. They're pretty feisty. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they came out and got the win outright. Um, you know, they are a, a pretty evenly matched team, but Northern Illinois has some uh, rankings, um, you know, in certain categories that give me a little more faith. Not to mention these numbers for Toledo against the spread are just pretty terrible. You know, it, ninth worst in the country against the spread is just – uh, with, with 340 some odd collegiate teams, that's that's pretty uh, really bad. You know, Northern Illinois doesn't turn the ball over a lot, um, and uh, conversely, so Toledo doesn't cause a lot of uh, uh, turnovers. So um, yeah, look for Northern Illinois to maybe squeak out a win and uh, to cover that six points. I think I see on some action in the moment. Action, I love it. It's a good <laughs> middle of the week kind of thing. Yeah, I like it. Um, what about uh, anything on the hockey front? So the hockey, you know, I leave that to Ira. I tell oh, okay. him. Uh, yeah. He's, he's man, speaking of Ira, he is hitting these pizza money hockey parlays like it's nothing. Um, tomorrow the Knights play the Lightning, so I'm sure he'll have some tweets go out in regards to that game. I know he has a futures ticket on the Knights. Um, they're getting plus money on the road against Tampa Bay. So um, I know he's talked a lot about the Lightning and the Knights in the past, so that's something that he'll probably look into. The Kings are playing the Caps. Uh, the Kings are his local team there, so I'm sure he'll have something to say about that game. Stars and Islanders, a little bit of maybe perhaps uh, some good uh, matchups there, depending on who's in goal. Um, 
And then the Avalanche and the Sabres could uh, be a real fireworks uh, offensive-based uh, game, in my opinion. Um, but I'm not going to hand out any picks. I don't want to. I don't want to screw anyone over on that that front. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you do a lot um, in following basketball. It's tough to do two sports at the same time. Um, what would be good at them? Um, but mentioning uh, Ira's uh, Twitter, we should talk about our Twitter handle. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and start? Yeah, so I'm at D-A-L-E-007, and that's uh, D-A-E-L-L-I-E-007. Uh, and Neil, uh, you are? I am at Ball with Neil, B-A-L-L. There we on Twitter as well, so feel free to hit me up there. And then the uh, Twitter page for all of us is uh, Hootball Gaming, all one word. So. That's right, Hootball Gaming uh, is for all of our tweets. We'll go through there and, and our picks tomorrow as uh, not just the ones we talked about tonight, but the ones that uh, we feel more confident about tomorrow with we'll Al and also Ira. I know he is very active in that. Um, and uh, it's been doing great this season. Um, any last thoughts? You know, um, Go Chiefs! <laughs> You're both champs. <laughs> You're both champs. First time in 50 years. Congratulations! I'm yeah, sure, you know, I'm first sure time in 50 years, years for the 100th season of the NFL. So it's kind of uh, pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's going to be a fun slate tomorrow. We got some really great, enjoyable uh, basketball games for tonight. Sorry, we're recording yeah. at night. So yeah, recording my night for Tuesday. I believe these games will be great. Um, so thanks for listening again to uh, today in sports betting, a hoopball presentation. Our sponsor once again is MyBookie.ag. Use the code today, C-O-D-A-Y, to get up to 50% matching up to $1,000 bonuses. And uh, we'll be back on again tomorrow night. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.